Hi, I'm Allison Bramlett. Thanks for joining me today on my podcast. I'm so excited to be bringing one of my greatest friends, Katrina Crane, into your house, your car, your life today as we talk about the breaking points. We all have a breaking point in our life, but we believe that you can have breakthroughs instead of breakdowns. So Katrina and I today are going to be sharing with you. Please share with your family, your friends, subscribe if you haven't already. And we're going to go on a journey of saying life is messy. There's a lot of things that go on in it, but God can take our mess and make it into messages. So how are you doing today, sis? I'm doing really good. Happy to be here. I'm so glad. Now, Katrina and her husband, Rex, and their daughter, Kira, they live in California, and so they're here yes. in South Georgia with us for a few days, mm-hmm. and we've had a great time. And one thing that I love about you guys is you have such a ministry or a life that gives hope. That says you don't quit, um, keep going. The best is still yet to come. One of my favorite words is I love the word shape, mm-hmm. and I believe that the way we're shaped is by our spirit, our heart, our attitude, our purpose, and our experiences. But we want God to actually be the one that takes all that and molds us, and not the world, not other people's opinions or labels. And so you've had some things in your life that have shaped you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me what, like, may, I know you have a miracle in your health, a miracle um, with the baby, with mm-hmm. the baby being born. Um, any of that, would you be willing to share with us kind of what's went on in your life or how you met Rex? Tell us about you. Sure. Yeah, I've walked through some hard things in life, and um, especially as a young woman, I was told I had a heart disease, and that really shaped me because you know, most young people do not expect to hear that ever in their life. And um, that was a point where I had to learn how to fight for my life, that I had to be in the driver's seat and make choices about how my future is going to be. And I, um, I really clung to God and His promises over my life, and it taught me how to Um, persevere and how to see myself beyond the label that was put on placed on me Mm -hmm. I had to to um, not see myself as a as a heart disease patient but as a miracle and God really helped me walk forward into that and that um, experience helped me in my future through everything that I've walked through that has been difficult and I think that when you know who you are in God and the power that He has available to you, and you can see a future that's bigger than where you're at, then you can face anything in life. So that has been my stance, and that's something that has really shaped my life. You know, I love when you said that you can see a future bigger than where you're at. I believe there's a scripture I love in the Bible that says that a person without vision will perish. Mm-hmm. And there's so many times that in the moment that we're in, we become paralyzed or stuck. Yeah. And what I love is, is you did not let the label or that moment mm-hmm. paralyze you. I'm not right. saying you didn't get, you have, <laughs> have to lay down and take a few days. Right. I mean, I, I personally have been in the fetal position before laying in my bed thinking, yeah. I don't even know if I can wash my hair right. <laughs> because of things that we go right. through. But then when I get in the Word and I begin to confess over myself what the Word says and not yeah. what other people say or even right. what my mind's thinking, it begins to shift my shape. Right. You know, I mean, and yes. I begin to change. And one thing I love about you guys is when you see people, you see the treasure and not the trash in them. You're treasure hunters and not trash trash inspectors, mm-hmm. which I think is more fun. So what are some key things that you did 
um, when giving, because I believe today there's people that are listening, and maybe you've had a bad health report, a bad relationship report, maybe you're coming through addiction, or just a moment in life, or just labels where people have said things, and you're at a place where you know you've got to change directions, that crossroads. And when you were in that place, you really, I love you said, you had to take the driver's seat over. You had to mm-hmm. decide, yeah. I'm going to be a miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, in those moments, what are some things that you did daily, like, that maybe could help someone? Right. Well, it wasn't an easy time, if I just made it sound easy. It wasn't. You did make Because, yeah. um, you know, that's very difficult to walk through. But I realized I had choices to make mm-hmm. every day. And the Bible says that you can choose life or death. Yes. And so... A practical way of choosing life every day is paying attention to your thoughts and what you're dwelling on, what you're thinking about, Um, getting around people that are life-bringing, going to church, Mm -hmm. you know, just filling yourself up with hope and life as much as you can. And you have to be very intentional about it. And so that is something that I know, you know, in difficult times, it should be all the time, you know, because we want to move forward in life and we want to pursue everything God has for us and he has an abundant life for us. Mm -hmm. And so that is something that um, I found is powerful. It's very simple, but God gave us choices and we can choose to live in death and we can choose to to think negative and and believe lies or or walk into to life and and surround yourself with life. You know, I love that and the thing I think so important is it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that when you walk through those things and you're given those stuff really and it's alone. I I can have a wonderful support system. Mm-hmm. And then I love the word, yeah. but sometimes it, when everything goes quiet and I'm left with myself, yeah. it's like when I'm like, okay, right. that's when my thoughts will become, right. and they'll run wild. And um, I know when I was a young woman, they thought that I had um, a form of cancer and mm-hmm. they ended up taking out, ended up not being that, thank the Lord. But there was this season that I walked through that I began to prepare in my mind and my heart and my emotions and confess things over my body. But I can tell you that in those quiet moments, I would have to fight all these, like the worst outcomes. Right. I had two small children and my husband, and I would play out these things, and I would have to say, okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm a daughter of the king. I'm a child yes. of God. I'm created the image of God. First Peter 2.24 says that by his stripes I am healed. And yeah. Psalms 91, and I began to really just... I would have to speak the scriptures out of myself. And let me just say, it is if you can even be quiet. I, the thing I love about grace and mercy is God's such a good, good father that he takes care of us. So there's not like a program that you can do and check off and it just work out. But I do know when you start confessing the word over yourself and start believing the word, it does change everything about you. Yes, it does. And... Um you know, in the in those times, fear can really grip mm-hmm. you, and the Bible says that it cripples you, it, it freezes you, and so you have to resist that spirit of fear because God's given us power and a sound mind. That's right. And if you can focus on building power in your life and having a sound mind, you you can destroy fear over you, and you can um, walk into that clarity in your yes. thoughts and mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think of fear as false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I remember 
if you grew up, and maybe some of you are listening, thought, I don't know what you're talking about because we didn't play with this, but, you know, we would take a flashlight and, like, put it on something, and it would put a big shadow on the wall. Did you ever do stuff like that? Yes, I did. Okay. I tormented my sister. Yes, okay. There's a monster. There's something. <laughs> to me, it could be like a little ant, but that mm-hmm. ant can look right. like the biggest shot. And I believe that's what the enemy does right. with our life. And if we don't take our thoughts captive and put them up against the Word of God and right. really use the Word of God as a filtration system right. for our thoughts, I think there's something like we have 72,000-something type thoughts in these moments a day and all this. But it's amazing if you can start taking those and thinking about what's good. I love um, Philippians 4. It says, think on these things, what's mm-hmm. everything of pure and good and a praise right. report. It does change, I believe, actually, our molecular structure. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it can change. The make, it changes the chemical makeup, really, of your can body. You it's tell like your, your viewers what that means? Well, I, you just taught me that word. Okay. <laughs> so molecular structure, you know, it's like when you put things together, two or three things, and they change. Actually, you can look it up, but I, it's when you're messing with molecules. Let me just say this, and <laughs> atoms and stuff. So as a joke, I, I love fast food. I love French fries. And mm-hmm. so I do not believe that the word works this way. So this is me being playful. So don't let anyone please be offended by this. But I sometimes will go to eat a French fry. And I'm like, Lord, if you could change the molecular structure <laughs> of this French fry so that my body um, breaks it down like a carrot, it would be very helpful for me. But you I know what it. God does, though, is he changes our thoughts. He changes mm-hmm. the way we think. Our minds can actually be rerouted in the default systems that we had in our past of fear, mm-hmm. of anxiety, of depression, right. can be changed when you let the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, begin right. to come out and things begin to happen. God can really change those yes. things. He can change our structure. And it's amazing to me that you've had a heart transplant. Right or a uh, heart? What do you have? I don't know this heart. What do you I, have? <laughs> I had uh, my aortic root and valve replaced. And so it's amazing to me, though, that we can... A piece of my heart, A piece of your heart. (laughs) It's amazing to me. I have some good friends that have had kidney transplants Mm -hmm. and lung transplants. Yeah. You know, we can't have a brain transplant. It's like the one thing. Right. My mother-in-law is just having a cornea transplant done, so people can have these amazing Mm -hmm. things, but... But the Lord actually says in the Word of God, you can. He said, I can give you the mind of Christ and we can get rid of your stinking thinking. And I can do that by renewing your mind, Mm -hmm. being transformed by the Word of God. We can get the mind of Christ. But that comes by spending time one-on-one in a private conversation with a loving daddy God who all you have to do is say, help. I mean, it's, it's not a special way. It's just open communication. God says he understands my moans, my groans, my sighs, Mm -hmm. my cries, sometimes my cussing outburst. (laughs) He gets me and he loves me. He's not afraid of us. Right. But he can go in and those ways that have always been what I call habits that we um, fall back to. Maybe you Mm -hmm. dealt with some of those. Maybe there was a time in your life where when you go through a season that to isolate yourself or be depressed or Right. Or I fought those personally in my mm-hmm. own life because of some things that happened. And as I began to get in the Word, I realized that not only did my mind change, but my actions were changing. Right. I was not doing the same things because I was letting the Word renew my mind. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want, and you've heard me probably say this before, I don't like to change because you can change back. Mm-hmm. But I like to be transformed. Yes. 
And a, a butterfly never goes back to a caterpillar. Mm-hmm. And a bullfrog never goes back to a tadpole. Right. They're a new creature. When you've said yes to Jesus and you've surrendered all, you actually are a new creation. Right. But I believe sometimes the enemy will try to make us put on those old, that old wardrobe from right. our closet. And that's where you have to get in your mind and say, like, this is not the clothes I wear. Right. Yeah, sometimes you got to get aggressive yeah. with your thoughts. And I think... Um, You know, one of the most simple but profound things I ever thought about was I just focused on thinking about what I was thinking about. I love that. And I realized I had no idea till I heard uh, a minister speak that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have never really evaluated my thoughts. Yeah. And at that time, I was full of shame. I was depressed. You know, I went through... um, Somebody um, violated me, mm-hmm. and it just sent me on a downward spiral, and I got into an eating disorder, and just just my life came crumbling down, yes. and I had no idea how I got to this place. And when I heard that, I was like, I, I have never thought about what I'm thinking about. Yeah. And I started to pay attention to what was going on in my head, mm-hmm. and it was, it was shame talk, it was self-defeating talk, it was... I was basically bullying myself. You weren't being. You could probably be kind to other people, but you weren't kind yeah, to yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was. A, I was a nice person, but I was so oppressed mm-hmm. because of my own thoughts. And I know the enemy planted those in there. He yes. used what had been done to me as an open door, and I had to get aggressive towards those thoughts. Okay. And I had to tell myself. I remember. Um, telling myself that I'm loved by God and I wouldn't feel it. I wouldn't feel the things that I started to say that were opposite of what was oppressing Mm -hmm. me in my Mm -hmm. mind. But eventually my feelings caught up to me and I started believing it. And it's it's a simple concept, but it's powerful because the Bible says to be renewed in your mind. Yes. Be transformed, like you said. And that's the steps to transforming it. You know, sometimes we get prayed for and instantly God can lift things off of us. But sometimes we have to do the work and every day focus on what we're thinking about and renew that and, and speak life over our minds and our thoughts. No, I love that so much. And what's amazing is it is work because Mm -hmm. it's easy to say something to someone else that I believe it's actually harder. You know, the hardest person normally for me to forgive is me. Yeah. And the person I'm the hardest on is for me. Now, everyone else is different, but I I deal with that shame game myself. And it's amazing. It's in the beginning. It's the the only emotion the Lord never meant for us to feel was shame. He told them in the Mm -hmm. garden, like, really, who told you to be be ashamed? Who told you? What God's saying is, I already know everything, and I love you just the way you are. Now, I love you enough to help you not stay that way. Right. But if you do, I'm going to love you anyway, Mm -hmm. which is is sweet to me. But I believe that we become prisoners of our own thoughts. And, you know, when you were saying that, our thoughts become actions. Our actions become habits. Our habits become our character, and our character becomes our destiny. Mm -hmm. So whether we know it or not, our thoughts are our destiny. Right. And it says, as a man thinketh in the word, so is he. That's why it's so important to keep godly vision, have dreams for yourself. Mm-hmm. The expectation of the righteous shall be granted. Well, I believe expectation, period, is granted. If it's good expectation, I normally get it. If it's mm-hmm. bad expectation, right. a lot of times I believe those things, we draw them to us. Because right. 
I kind of attract that. Yes. And so for me, when I was um, in a moment of shame and things that we went through, and really depression, I was, mm-hmm. I went, you know, if you know me personally, a lot of people are like, Allison, I wouldn't think of you as depressed, but I thought depression because I was hurt. Right. My life wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, I became very hard on myself. Mm-hmm. and But when I got into the Word and started letting it be a love letter just to me mm-hmm. and applying it to my life, this, you know what, the butterfly was going to come out. And I, you, you're going to fly again, and I was going to fly again. But yes. I love that God doesn't want our lives just to be okay. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants them to be amazing. Yeah. He says that He can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine. Now, if it said God can do above all, mm-hmm. we can ask, or just all, all means all in the Bible. Right. That's great. But I think the Holy Spirit who inspired the word to be written needed us to have those adverbs mm-hmm. because he knows that our all and God's all are not the same all. Right. <laughs> His all for your life is way bigger, exceedingly abundantly above mm-hmm. what you can believe for or what I can believe for. And when I get in the word, I can start believing bigger for my life. Yes. And so you did that. And then... Um, you help a lot of other people, though. You you encourage other people. I know for a fact that when you see people, they feel safe, um, they feel encouraged, and they don't feel alone. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I look at you. You're this beautiful, smart, kind, wonderful wife, mother, filled with the love of God. It overflows, and you're such a safe place. But there was a time in your life you felt unsafe physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, and probably spiritually. And God right. just shifted all that. And all of it came through thinking about what you were thinking about. Right. Yeah. That was the root of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I grew up in a home where my dad used to say, he'd stop us. He said, what are you thinking about? Oh. And if you said, I don't know, he said, oh, no, you do. So husbands, now <laughs> when your wife looks at you in the car and says, what are you thinking about? And you're like, nothing. you got to at least say, I, oh, what? There, there's something <laughs> normal. It may be the tree is green. Don't go across the road. It doesn't have to be that you're having a deep thought. But there are right. thoughts constantly running. Right through our mind. Yeah. And there's so many things that want to grab our attention, the news, you know, the television, just uh, social media. There's things fighting for our attention. So it's important to really focus on the right things because that is a powerful key. The Bible talks about it, you know, so many times that what we're thinking and speaking and, and what is filling us and so if you're feeling lousy and you're feeling down, I would really evaluate what you're thinking about. And if I, I also wanted to share this. Um, when I did start to renew my mind and start to think better and, and catch my thoughts, I, I thought to myself, I have such poor thinking. Yeah. This is going to take forever to to heal. But I said, I don't care if this takes five, 10 years. I want to do it because I don't want to feel this way anymore. And so that motivated me, even if it took forever. But something beautiful happened when I started getting in the word and started renewing my mind. Um, What I thought would take years, God started to speed up after a couple of months. It was like his, his supernatural power took over my life. And it was like, God, God redeemed the time for me where I spent so long, you know, feeling sorry for myself and depressed. Mm -hmm. He lifted depression off of me. He speeded my healing up. I started to, you know, really like myself in a healthy way Mm -hmm. and just feel so much more freedom. So I did want to encourage that to people that 
That's so good. If you are going to think about your thoughts and realize, oh my goodness, every thought I think is horrible. You're not stuck there. Yes, you're not stuck there. And just like me and Allison, you know, God can really overtake it and and he he can take his power and accelerate the healing. You know, I wrote down, I would write labels. I would look in the mirror. And, and, you know, I don't know about y'all, but it's amazing if you have a bump on your face. You can, you can have beautiful skin everywhere, yeah. but what's the one thing you normally right. see is like <laughs> your one fall. So for me, I began, after doing that, I would actually look in the mirror every day and be like, you're loved, you're wanted, you're anointed, you're called, mm-hmm. you're blessed, you're yeah. healed, you're whole. Now, and like you said earlier, I did not feel Right. What I was saying, but I was speaking what the word says. I was living right. by faith because those are things I hope to feel. I, right. was, I was hoping for all that. And as I began to do it, it's like you said, God will speed it up. And I believe when you start out and you do what he's telling you to do and you put mm-hmm. your faith to work. Yeah. It's amazing. Your feelings catch up. Right. Your mind changes. Your thoughts. Right. it. The rest of you will catch up with right. it. So don't think that you're being fake. No, you're being by faith. Right. And you need the power of God because there's humanism where you can do this, but you can only take it so far. That's right. With God, He speeds things up and He gives you a complete transformation. Mm -hmm. So looking at the girl, the woman I was in this, in that moment where I was so down, um, it doesn't even feel like I was her. Mm-hmm. You know, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I, my husband and I, because we have a miracle marriage and we share about it a lot, we laugh because it's almost like that was not a real part of our life. Now, right. And that's not that we're ignoring it right. or it's not there, but it almost feels like surreal maybe. Yeah. Or like, did that really right. happen? Because there's been such an amazing healing that the Lord's done in our yeah. hearts for each other and wow. lives. You know, there was a time I, I couldn't even stand the way he smelled or looked, and now <laughs> I actually like him. <laughs> And I think he likes me. No, and we laughed. But what's amazing is there was a time in my life I thought that was not ever going to be physically possible. And he's really good looking, but when you're hurt, and hurting people hurt people, Mm -hmm. and you're hurting each other, it's amazing what the enemy will distort and how he can use those things. But God, when you allow him to put his super on your natural, it does make something supernatural happen. And I love what you said about redeeming the time. You know, there were years that my husband and I felt like, man, we've lost those years. Mm-hmm. Well, you, and the enemy will also then not only give you shame, but he'll make you feel regretful. Like, oh, right. yeah, you should, you know, condemnation comes in. You have all these things. And when we really gave that to the Lord, he does restore and redeem the time. So today, if there's something in your life that's been missing in a relationship, even with children, maybe you're in a season where, you know, I know maybe you're getting help for something. You think, I can't be with my family right now. And look how much lost time. I want you to know, Daddy God will redeem every bit of that time. He yes. can surprise you, mm-hmm. and there'll be nothing missing. Nothing broken. He is a recover all mm-hmm. God, which is beautiful to me. And you've got to recover all life. And now we're going from season and glory to glory and right. faith to faith. But I'm thankful today. I can say that today when I wake up, depression is not a part of my life mm-hmm. like it once was. Yes, Shame is not a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other areas I'm working on. <laughs> but it's not the, right. the Lord's like, okay, now um, we're going to work on something new. We're learning yeah. a new algebra problem today. <laughs> so he, he moves us. But, you know, you said something about social media. So if you're listening today, I want you to know that 3.5 billion people worldwide right now probably are on some form of social media. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. That is. Yeah. And, like, it's proven that supposedly, you know, it's, um, and, 
up, I think, until we're like the age of 30 or something crazy, that people spent six and a half years looking at social media. That's like yeah. all morning, all day, all night, all morning, all day, all night, all oh morning. Something goodness. crazy. Wow. The statistics are, okay, check them. Don't send me a rude thing. Just say, okay, your numbers may have been off. But, hey, check and see how much people are spending time on social media. And I love that, and I think it's a great way to communicate. But, you know, I don't believe that the news is where I need to know what the future is. It's the Bible. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that um, me looking into a magazine on what the latest styles is is where I need to find my identity. It's the Word of God. I don't believe that if I need financial help, I need to look at the stock market. Nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying that I don't look at things, but that's not where I find my my confidence or hope. Guess what I do? I look at the Word of God and think I'm a kingdom's kid. I'm not, this. I'm just passing through. This world's not even my home. I'm on a I'm on a yes. quick trip here. Mm-hmm. And I think if we look at those things, we won't become so sucked into something. Right. And I believe they're great platforms to use, but they're not to be lost in. Right. Yes. And and for I me, agree. there's a lot of comparisons, mm-hmm. and it and there's a lot of fear in it. Right. If you look at it. So I want to look at the word where I get built by faith. So today, if you're saying, what are some things that I could really take home? Maybe you've had health issues or different things. We talked about relationship issues and you are feeling overwhelmed. You are feeling bombarded in your mind. I would encourage you to get still, get in the word of God, open it up and say, Lord, speak to me. I need to hear you. Mm -hmm. And I believe in that. Look up peace scriptures look up things on joy look because the joy of the lord is our strength begin to look up those things write them down confess them over yourselves and you will see your destiny change as you think about what you're thinking about yes that's good i love it you got anything you want to add are you good sis i think you shared great i love that (laughs) that's a good going home point so here we go don't let your past experiences dictate your future don't let pain pride past people pettiness stop you from the purpose God has for you. Let those labels, let those things go today. Know that you you are who God says you are. You're called, you're anointed, you're more than enough. Mm-hmm. Greater is Jesus that's in you than anything that's around you. You're a little submarine. you got more pressure on the inside than you do on the outside. And I look forward to seeing you in the future. And if you get a chance, look at my dear friends, Rex and Katrina Crane. They're doing amazing things all the time all around the world, bringing hope. And you don't want to miss it. Their story will change your life and your story matters too. God bless.